Welcome to the Vanilla to Vixen podcast. This show contains adult content, so if you are under 18 or easily offended, please switch off now. Mr. and Mrs. N are not qualified relationship counsellors. This show is for entertainment purposes only. Now the disclaimer is out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy our journey from Vanilla to Vixen. of Vanilla to Vixen. We are Mr. and Mrs. N, collectively known as... The Naughty Couple. This is episode 19, Voyeur to Exhibitionist. (laughs) Are we talking about you there, Mr. N? No, I definitely think this is part of your journey this week, (laughs) definitely. We've had great feedback from our listeners this week, from the interview that we did last week with Louise and Paul. And Louise was giving us some health tips, uh, where you can go to the website sh 24 where you can do a free online sexual health check and they can send you all the results and everything. And it was it was really fascinating. I learned a lot. Yes, it was. It, I think it was something we needed to do. We hadn't covered it, had we? No, no. And I learned as well that a head nurse doesn't mean that it's just a nurse on her knees giving head. <laughs> so that was quite something. <laughs> Probably a good job that you found that out now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, on to the, on to the show this week. Um, so before the main event, Mr. N, yes. do we have any messages? We've got a couple of messages this week. I'll start off with the one from Champagne Pear. And they put, hello, just wanted to say we are really enjoying your podcast. Thank you for sharing your experiences and shedding some light on how it all works. <laughs> It's really helping us complete newbies navigate the world of fab. Oh, well, that's nice. And that is from Champagne Pear on Fab Swingers. Oh, bless you guys. And they were really cool. And and that was such a nice message. Thank you. And yeah, fab can be a bit of a minefield when you first start. Oh, it can. Yes, definitely. (laughs) Here's another great message as well. This is from Hot Chocolate One. Oh, I love a good hot chocolate. Well, Errol Brown. (laughs) (laughs) So you win again. <laughs> Don't sing it, otherwise we'll get banned. Okay, I won't. <laughs> um, he's just put, I'm absolutely loving the podcast. I'm on episode three and loving your vibe, fun conversations and horny stories. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he's put, well done guys and keep us all smiling. Five stars to you both. If you have a space on the podcast, can you give me a shout out? And that's from Hot Chocolate One on Fab. Oh, big shout out to Hot Chocolate One. Thank absolutely. you for the message. He's a cool guy. And thank you for listening. And now it's time for our regular feature, Ask Roxy. Ask Roxy. Hi, Roxy. How are you today? I'm so much better. Thank you for asking. Fantastic. That's good. We have a question from a young lady who wishes to remain anonymous because it's quite a personal question this week. Um, And it says, 
I am female and can take a long time to reach orgasm. I end up almost faking when I'm at a club because I'm worried about time and men and women getting bored. I have very powerful orgasms when they happen, but can take ages. Am I alone? Am I awful? How do I move forward? Anonymous. Oh, bless you. First of all, you're not awful. You're definitely not alone. Um, And I think you need to try and get out of your own head for a start. I think it's it's really hard. I completely understand. I, I spent the majority of my early sexual life faking because I, I didn't even think I could orgasm until I found the right environment, the right headspace and the right people. Me and Mrs M were just saying sometimes the stresses of day-to-day life can get in the way as well and sometimes you take your outside life into the playroom, don't you? Absolutely. You know, we all try and leave our our real lives at the door when we walk through, you know, into a club, but it's not always possible. And I think you've got to just communicate with potential play partners. If it's somebody that's not going to be in there for the long haul, don't play with them. Find somebody that wants to actually make sure, you know, you are enjoying yourself because I think... Something that you can get a really good connection with. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure people would much rather know that they are making, you know, pleasuring you rather than you faking something just to, to let them go off and play with someone else. But absolutely just talk to your partners, I think, to prospective partners um, and just explain. It might take a little bit of time, but if you're in up for it, you know, brilliant. If not, find somebody else. Just don't let it get into your own mind. You know, you're there to enjoy yourself as well as other people enjoying being with you. And it's not um, all about the end goal either, is it? No, definitely not. You know, it's all about that. Absolutely. We talk about journeys all the time, don't we? You Absolutely. know, this is a little journey from beginning to end. But, you know, definitely make sure you're getting what you need from this experience and don't just be there hmm. to to make other people have feel like they've had a good night. Thanks, Roxy. More excellent advice. Oh, you're very welcome, guys. Speak to you soon. Ask Roxy. And just remember, guys, if you've got any questions that you'd like to put to Roxy, you can contact us in the usual ways, which are Mr. Ed. You can contact us on Fab Swingers. We are Naughty Couple, which is N-A-U-G-H-T-Y-C-P-1. Naughty C-P-1. Naughty Couple. That's That's it. And if you want to contact us on Twitter, because Elon Musk, now he's in charge, please let us have Naughty C-P-1 on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because we're not. We are on Twitter. We are N A U G H T Y C O U P one E. And you said that with smiling for once. Because we couldn't have it until <laughs> we wanted it. And if you want to contact us on email, we are naughtycp1 at yahoo.com. Fantastic. So get your questions in for Roxy. Absolutely. it's time for our main event which you've just got us this week you have yeah mr and mrs n i'm so sorry if you're disappointed (laughs) this is we we, we kind of got the the after halloween party because we attended liberty elites after dark halloween party we did now we'd had quite a stressful week hadn't we mr n and we felt we needed a little bit of (laughs) r&r is that what it's called these days <laughs> and yeah, I mean, and as well as that, it's been quite a while for us because obviously, since we started doing the podcast, we, we've been everywhere. We've been to more clubs than we've ever been in our lives. <laughs> and but we, last few weeks, we've kind of had a, a bit of a break. Yes, and we, 
it's been quite stressful in in our work lives and everything else and so we 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 just wanted to just get away and escape yes we needed to just switch the phone off for a few hours and just be able to spend some time together didn't we and that's what as well which is a huge myth uh, that that we want to bust, that we try and bust every week, is that if you go to a swingers uh, club, you're not necessarily going to just fuck all and sundry. <laughs> Unless you want to, of course. Well, sundry might want fucking, and you might want to fuck sundry, but... <laughs> But yeah, you know, you can go just for some R&R and to be away from the telephone and everything else and just be you as a couple. Which, in fairness, was was what the intention was for us wasn't it we weren't actually thinking about you know like you say shagging all and sundry (laughs) it was literally just to go and and have a conversation with each other because when you're at home the phones are ringing and you know the the kids are wanting stuff and sometimes you just don't get quality time no and and a swingers club believe it or not is one of the best places for getting quality time it as is, a couple. It is, isn't it? It is. And we bumped into some old friends, Putang. We did. And Couples Desires, yes. 8385. Yes, who had got into the Halloween spirit and were dressed up, weren't they? They were absolutely awesome. Yeah. And talking of Putang and um, Couples Desires, yeah. they're going to be at our next event, aren't they, Mr. N? The 12th of November, <gasps> Saturday the 12th of November. It's only a week and a oh, little bit away. Yeah, a week on Saturday. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I'm not so nervous this time. No, I am feeling a little bit better about it. I feel like we know what we're doing. We've got some nice sweets. Yes, we've got, yeah, definitely nice sweets this time. We've given all the horrible sweets away to the (laughs) trick-or-treaters. We did did last night. (laughs) For people that don't know, we decided to buy a load of sweets for our last uh, big event. And some of them weren't very nice when we tried them. Can I can I just point out, Mr. Rent, who chose the not very nice sweets? Me. There, there was a huge Because they were bag. what, Mr. N? Well, the thing is, they were good value for money. Uh, yeah, exactly. There was a huge sack full of these, <laughs> like, fruity bonbons or whatever they were. Yeah, and unfortunately, at the end of the night, all that was left was the fruity bonbons. Yeah, not now, because all the trick-or-treaters have had them, so that was good. <laughs> yes, so I have been in charge of the sweeties this time. Yeah, so we've got nice, expensive sweeties. We have nice expensive (laughs) sweets, yes. (laughs) So, yeah, so if you are on the guest list for the next Vanilla to Vixen... There's still time? There is still time. So, yeah, if if you're really interested in coming and meeting either Mr and Mrs N which is us, obviously, Uh, or Mr. and Mrs. Foxy. Oh, the fabulous Mrs. Foxy who's on the show a few weeks ago. Mr. Foxy, who is the wolf Mr. Foxy. (laughs) He is. And obviously, Poo-Tang and Couples Desires, who we are at the moment trying to persuade to come on the podcast. If you, I tell you what, if you'd bent Mrs. Poo-Tang's arm back anymore, it, it would have just snapped off. I think if anybody that's listening who has been to uh, our event before and was lucky enough to meet uh, Mrs. Putang because she was on the door that night. She was. And would like to hear them on the podcast, send us a message because I'm hoping that might give us a little bit of leverage. Yeah. Because she's a little bit shy. Yeah, and and Mr. Putang has just got some great stories. Oh, he has some amazing stories, which we really need to to let you guys listen to. So we're working very hard to get the four of them on the podcast. And Couples Desires, 8385, who you can check all these people out on Fab. I mean, they are just brilliant. And they've got such a great story of, of... 
to how they got into with the lifestyle and just quite new themselves yeah to they are i mean I, th- I think they've been together quite a long time but mm. they are quite new to the swinging uh, scene aren't they yes um so we thought as a contrast between them and Tang, it would make a really good show keep keep your ears open and uh, keep your fingers crossed that we can manage to persuade them all absolutely <laughs> but if not get yourself down to our event get on the guest list and if you're a couple come and see us yeah. on the 12th of november uh, come and meet everybody in person and have a really good time absolutely now, Mr. N, I suppose we should explain a little bit more about the uh, evening that we went to the club. Yeah, so it was the, I think it's called the Underworld, the Underworld Party, I think. Yes. That was the official title of it. It's the, yeah. Hall- the Halloween Liberty Elite Party. Yeah. Now, one thing I got moaned about is um, I don't do a lot of dressing up, as in like character dressing up. It's not yeah. really my thing, is it? Not really, no. I wasn't expecting Harry Potter or anything <laughs> like that. But there were some really good costumes, weren't there, on Saturday? There were some amazing costumes. Some people had really, really gone to town and they looked incredible. Absolutely. I went dressed as a deck chair, just in a striped shirt. You did. You did, yeah. <laughs> I was I was kind of going for the little red riding hood look, but we, we just went for the red dress, didn't we? Yeah, was... <laughs> but there was a Tinkerbell there. She looked fantastic. Didn't she? She looked amazing. There was quite a few skeletons. Yeah, yeah. That so was, whether they, they were, were cool. releasing themselves out the closet, I don't know. <laughs> uh, there was quite a few people with bone-ons there. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. So we had a really, really good evening though, didn't we? So we, we, yeah, we mean, got chatting to people. And, and that, that's the thing, when, when you walk into the club, I'm trying to kind of give our listeners the effect of when you walk in there. It's all carpeted. There's leather Chesterfield settees to just to the right as you walk into the main area. It's like an L-shaped room. And it just, it, it looks pure luxury, doesn't it? Yeah. It's got such a lovely atmosphere in there. It's Absolutely. very relaxed. And we, and we did have a, uh, we've had a, a message from a couple this week who are planning on coming on the event. And they were concerned that, you know, what do you do? If, if you're going into the spa room or whatever and you're just walking around in a towel uh, about bare feet. Yeah. But it's all carpeted and really nice. Yeah, it is. It is. I always wonder. I, I honestly cannot wait to get my shoes off. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not very good in heels at the best of times. <laughs> and after about 10 minutes, I'm like, oh, no, I need to just take them off now. <laughs> and that's it. So you, you can spend a couple of hours in the bar area sort of seeking out anybody that you like the look of or just chatting in general and just socialising. And then, you know, you can kind of wander into the spa room if you feel a little bit naughty, can't you? You can. So by about half past ten, the shoes needed to come off. Absolutely. Well, you're usually waiting for the buffet. Well, that's true. <laughs> and in fairness, we did we did do the buffet, didn't we? The buffet comes out usually between half past ten and eleven o'clock, around eleven o'clock time. Yeah, I, I am clock watching mm. until the buffet arrives. Yeah. John usually now waits. John, the owner of the club. He usually waits until your back is turned, and so, <laughs> just so everyone else gets in the queue. Yeah, first. it's like don't get in my way. If you go to the buffet, just stay out of my way. <laughs> Absolutely. So we we had the buffet, didn't yeah. we? And then yeah. we decided that we would um, 
try the jacuzzi. We thought we were going to have a yeah. have a wander, see if we can relax in the jacuzzi for a little bit. So we went and got changed into our towels. Absolutely. Off to the spa room. Yeah. And unfortunately, the jacuzzi was rather full. It, it, it was Halloween. It was. Ha- Halloween's a big night for swingers. Yes. Because it's kind of a chance to dress up. Yeah. It's fun and it is a, a big, busy night, no matter what club you're going to. Yeah. It's a big night for, for swingers. Yeah. So we thought we'd hover around for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, one of the side beds was free. So we just plonked ourselves on the side beds for a little bit and did a, a little bit of watching. We did a bit of voyeur. We did. It? And that is like really cool. And again, we had another message from a couple who said that they're quite new and the wife just likes dressing provocatively. Yeah. And they're not a full swap couple. They okay. don't they don't even consider themselves swingers. Yeah. Which is cool. It is. It's whatever you you know, label you don't have to label yourself. I still don't consider me and you as a swinger. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> not sure I can get away with that anymore, but <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't, whatever context, whatever label you want to give it, we don't know. We don't care, we don't whatever it is. Yeah. And this couple said, you, you know, would we be okay to come to the club, but we don't want to swap? And I'm like... Absolutely. Yeah, totally. Yeah, Totally. And many couples aren't full swap couples. They've got all sorts of different dynamics. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes you can be a hot wife couple where it's just the woman that plays. Uh, sometimes you're just a voyeuristic couple that want to watch. Yeah. All sorts of different dynamics. Lots of different dynamics. So the, the, there's no one rule for everybody no it's it's you are who you are and you like what you like absolutely so we decided to do a little bit of voyeurism didn't we yeah which you've not done for a while i haven't done for a while and it used to be quite a thing for me it was it was one of my kinks we have learned quite a bit about each other since doing the show we have haven't we because we just switch the microphones on and just it comes out (laughs) (laughs) it's not scripted it's not planned absolutely not and so we we kind of go into the big playroom and there's probably five or six big double beds around the big main bed yes the big orgy bed the big bed sometimes it's an orgy sometimes it's a little bit more refined (laughs) (laughs) but it's always good to watch it is good to watch and there was quite a bit of activity on the big big bed there was that night. Wasn't on, there? On Halloween, yeah. There. Yes. <laughs> and people were very playful, shall we say. They were. And, I mean, I don't know whether you guys listening, whether you enjoy watching other people have naughties, if it's your kind of thing. But I have to be honest, for me, um, I find it incredibly sexy. Do you remember anything that sticks out in your mind? <laughs> no, not sticks out in your face. But was there anything in particular that <laughs> stuck out in your mind? There was, and it's something that we'd ne- not witnessed before. Ah, I know what you're going to say. You know what I'm going to say. There were, there were actually two guys playing together. They were, well, there was two couples, wasn't there, mm. um, that were playing. But mm. then in between them all kind of playing, the two guys then started to play with each other. And that really turned you on. Massively. <laughs> Oh my goodness, it was the horniest thing I'd ever seen. There will be a lot of people who go, you know, no, no, that's not for me. Yeah, and you know, I think if somebody had asked me, Hmm. how would you feel about watching two men play? I'd have been, oh, I'm not sure whether it's for me. But I have to be honest, when you're there and you're watching it, unfold in between you know in front of your eyes and like, like you say it doesn't happen very often it doesn't happen very often i, I don't think we've actually witnessed 
on the big bed that happening before right. or we've obviously been too busy to actually notice but oh my word that was incredibly horny for anyone sort of worried that they're going and going oh no that's that's definitely not for me there was definitely permission asked. And... Oh, absolutely. You could tell um, that they were obviously very familiar with each other yeah, think, and very comfortable that... with each other, which made it even more horny absolutely. because you could see how much they were enjoying themselves. Yeah. And um, yeah, it, it's something obviously that um, I have learned that. And I think the two women were playing with each other while they were playing with yeah. each other. Yeah. So it was almost like something for everybody. Yeah. It was perfect. <laughs> and obviously after that, um, it was like, right, okay, we, we need to go find a room. <laughs> and I think we, we have mentioned before, but for people that, that haven't listened to the podcast before, um, Liberty Elite have lots of private rooms that you can also play in. That's right. Um, they've got a few upstairs, haven't they? Yeah. Uh, so they just have like little locks on the doors. Yeah, so if you if you don't want to be disturbed by anybody or you don't want to be watched by anybody, you can take yourself off to one of the private rooms. Yeah. Um, but obviously you can still invite people to come and join you if you so wish. Yeah. However, there is another couple of uh, private rooms actually downstairs in yeah. the club. Um, but one of the rooms has a sex swing in it. Yeah. And... After watching things unfold... We tried the sex swing before. A long time ago. But I don't think we gave it a really good go. No, I don't... I, don't, I, think, I think we just sort of tried it out and thought, oh, OK, and, and that was it. We didn't really kind of, you no, know... And this, use its full potential, shall we say. We, 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 could you can adjust the height... Yes, you can. And I'm not the smallest of guys. You're quite a tall guy. <laughs> so we set it up properly so that... I was right at height. You, you, so you kind of had to. Well, you, you had to use the little poof, <laughs> poof thing. I couldn't get in it. <laughs> I wonder because we have like thirty percent of our listeners now are in America. Yes, and I'm not sure if a poof is a poof. Oh, in well, America. Well, maybe if you called it a footstool. That's right. It's like a footstool. Yeah, rather than a poof. <laughs> and you had to kind of climb onto the footstool to kind of jump into it. Yeah, I have to be honest. If anybody that's listening has used a sex swing before and has any tips on how the <laughs> hell you get in and out of it, because it was not sexy at all. I literally just kind of threw myself in it. <laughs> you have to just go for it. <laughs> and um, yeah, kind of wiggled around a bit to get in a good position. But once, once we'd kind of got past that bit um we actually had a really good time so you were on your back i was we got the lube with us we had and i fucked your bum you you did (laughs) and it's like you can get a really good rhythm it's really weird because obviously there's no weight from my perspective no uh so you can kind of just push against it and obviously the, the, the gravity of the swing kind of pushes back yeah and it gives the, a really cool sensation. It is. And it, it does take a little while to get your rhythm going, <laughs> so to speak. Yeah. But we had an incredibly sexy time on the swing, didn't we? It was really sexy. It was, until I tried to get out of it. <laughs> and then we just ended up in a heap of laughter. <laughs> it's not quite so glamorous clambering. It's not. It's not at all. And we did get the fit of the giggles because it was like, oh my God, I'm just making such a, a hash of this. It was just horrendous. And talking of the swing. Yes. I had to give a few uh, tours of the club. Yes, you did, didn't you? Uh, because it was a really busy night and John Blessing, the owner. 
John, King of the Swingers, listen to episode eight, if yeah. you've not listened to it. Um, he was really rushed off his feet. And so he said to me, you know, Mr. N, could you do a couple of tours? And I, I love doing tours. I really, you do. You I'm, do enjoy doing the tours. I, I love the club. I genuinely love that place. And so to show people around and say, look, this is how cool it is. I just, I, I've got genuine enthusiasm and I just love it. I have to be honest, it was funny because I turned round and you'd completely disappeared. And I was yeah. like, oh, hello, where yeah. did you disappear to? And mo- most of the tours uh, are for couples because it was a Saturday night. Yes. But this tour was actually for a single lady. Unbeknown to me. Exactly. So so it was, it was uh, couples and single ladies night, which is always on a Saturday. And so this single lady had, had come along and John said, you know, could, could you give her a tour? And so off we went and I showed her all the rooms and everything. And then we got to the swing room. <laughs> and here's where it kind of got quite exciting <laughs> because I went, you know, you go in there and I said, usually what I'll say is just before I open the door to the swing room, I bet you've got one of these at home <laughs> because the Liberty Elite Swing is like this huge custom built cast iron it just looks cool, full leather and chains, and it just—it's <laughs> cool. And she was like taken aback. It was her first time at a club. She'd never—I don't think she'd been to a club before. And I didn't want to kind of overwhelm her, so I went, "Yeah, you know, you can enjoy that and try it out later on." And she was like, "No, no, 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 no! <laughs> you show me how it works." <laughs> you'd been gone so long yeah and I was like well I can't jump in it <laughs> but yeah yeah and she was like well how does it work from 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 the roof from the ceiling I'm like, well, it swings <laughs> I wasn't sure what I was to say you get in it it swings you have sex <laughs> yeah but yeah and I kind of said and there's a chair so you can sort of sit and watch you know if you want to and here's where the gentleman stands and I kind of kind of gave her an, an imaginary demonstration of the sex <laughs> I would have liked to have seen that I know I suddenly became quite overwhelmed myself <laughs> But I think, yeah, it, she was really taken by it. It is. And, and in fairness, that the swing room is usually quite busy. I know, you can never get in there. Not usually. So we were quite lucky to be able... In fact, as we were going to the room, somebody literally was just coming out of it, weren't they? Yeah. <laughs> and we were like, oh, thanks, as we passed. <laughs> so after we finished in the swing room... Yes. When I finally got myself out of it... Your legs were a little bit wobbly. They were a wee bit wobbly. So we went back to the spa room, didn't we? We did. And you can... As I say, so later on in the night, most people are just walking around in towels. And I think you get the best of both worlds because some clubs uh, are dressed down immediately. You're just in towels permanently. But Liberty Elite, when you first walk in, everyone's dressed up. They are. The night starts, you know, by beginning to dress up and you feel sexy. Yeah, exactly. In your outfit, no matter what the outfit is. Uh, Some ladies obviously dress sexy from the start don't they they, they kind do of it's out. literally whatever you feel comfortable in hmm. so if you do feel comfortable to come straight in your lingerie then go for it absolutely and and people do and they look amazing and sometimes people just dress really like the couple who sends the message the lady likes dressing really provocatively yeah and you couldn't dress like that in a normal nightclub no 
but you can't. Well, you could, but you you, you might get <laughs> probably some of the wrong attention rather than the right attention. The thing is, guys are better behaved at swingers clubs yes. than they are in a general nightclub. Yeah, absolutely. That's probably a generalisation, but it's definitely true. No, it is because they have a lot more respect for yeah. uh, the women, which also helps, you know, from a woman's perspective, you feel a lot more relaxed mm. um, because you're not going to suddenly feel like mm. vultures are... A, and sitting waiting for you. <laughs> nobody would ever sort of misbehave at Liberty Elite. They just wouldn't. No, exactly. So we decided to go back to the spa room, didn't we, to see if we could get in the jacuzzi. Yeah. And it was still full. <laughs> there wasn't quite 24 in there. Not quite, not quite, but it was it was cosy, <laughs> shall we say. Um, so then we thought, well, we were we were a little bit sort of horny. Yeah. And there was lots of activity going on and it was a bit like, no, I need a bit more action. (laughs) So we decided to go up to one of the private rooms upstairs, didn't we? Yeah. Which um, we weren't sure whether there'd be any free, but we were lucky enough that there was one room free. Now, when you go upstairs, sometimes you just have to try the door. Some couples don't lock them because they just can't be bothered yeah (laughs) (laughs) so you kind of like creeping upstairs and this is a game within itself you kind of like put your ear to the door (laughs) well you do mr n i don't do that just for a listen (laughs) and you think is there anyone in here and then you don't want to try the door and put people off their stroke (laughs) (laughs) because sometimes when you're in there if the couple have locked the door you kind of like you just hear the handle going And, and no, it's locked. And so I like to just have a listen. No, there's people in there. You can hear the moaning. <laughs> <laughs> Move to the next one. No, there's people in there. You can hear screaming. <laughs> and it's, that, that's the game I like to call of trying to guess the empty room. <laughs> and we did manage to find the room at the end. We did. The end of the corridor. The end of the corridor was an empty room. <laughs> We got there in the end. We did. Now, fully enough, um, I think because, like we said earlier, we'd had a bit of a, a tough week and we hadn't really mm. had a chance to, to spend any time together. Uh, normally, I would be quite happy to sort of leave the door unlocked and let people watch. Yeah, I noticed you did lock the door. But I did, didn't I? Which, you know, isn't normally like me, but I think I still felt I needed you to myself just for a little while. I know what you meant, because I felt the same way in as much as... It, I Normally, when you, you go to Liberty Elite and we would watched a little bit of action downstairs, but I still wasn't settled. I yes. was still kind of just like, I suppose, stressed out from the stress of the week and I wasn't instantly in that zone. Yeah, yeah. I think we just needed some... Uh, quality time, just the two of us, didn't we? Yeah. Yes. So that's why I locked the door. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and we definitely got some quality time. Yes. We had an amazing time. Yes. Because you know what it's like when you're at home. Sometimes it's not easy to find that sexy time, is it? Oh, and you get the window cleaner in you <laughs> coming along. <laughs> The dog's wanting to go out. Oh, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) The kids suddenly want something. And that is the the wonders of a club that you're just not disturbed by anyone. Well... If you are disturbed, it's fun. It (laughs) is. But having said that, um, you know, we kind of finished our little tete-a-tete, as you may call it. (laughs) Whatever it is that they call it. (laughs) Um, And all of a sudden, we heard a rather loud voice. 
Yeah. From um, the corridor. That was quite funny. It was a guy, an Irish guy, <laughs> who definitely was an extrovert. He certainly was. And it came a big, loud voice, hurry up! <laughs> he didn't play the listening game. He didn't do your listening game. You needed to tell him. <laughs> he just literally came out with, hurry up, we need a room. <laughs> I think his exact words were, I could have finished three times over. He did. <laughs> did fortunately we had finished so yeah. we thought oh bless them yeah let's get up we'll let them have the room absolutely anyway as we passed on the landing he noticed that i was holding um a, a tub of our lube that we use your little your little bottle my well it's not little it's actually quite big isn't it <laughs> but um and it, you know he was like Oh. He was quite inquisitive. He was very inquisitive because I think he just assumed because I'd got lube that I did anal. Mm. And so I proceeded to tell him that, yes, I'm an anal-only girl. I, I, I practically had to scrape his jaw off the floor. You did? He didn't believe me. <laughs> did he? He looked at me like I'd just won the lottery. He just kept saying... <laughs> you're joking and I'm like no I'm not honestly I am <laughs> and it was like well, you know for about 30 seconds he was just like no you're kidding and I'm like no seriously <laughs> listen to the podcast absolutely <laughs> anyway then he said could I have some of your lube you gave him a squirt <laughs> yeah he did so he took a squirt full in his hand and went off into the room that was the last we saw of him. that was <laughs> I think his wife was walking a little bit differently when we saw her. I think she probably was. I did say I was a very um, caring, sharing kind of girl. <laughs> but it was nice just having that, that bit of time, just the two of us, wasn't it? You don't realise how stressed out you are yeah. until you come out of the club. Yeah, that is so true. And physically, like my shoulders, you know, my back, when you feel tense and everything, and you realise and you think, shit everyday life is really stressful yeah and you don't realize how it de-stresses you sort of once you, you've been in there for a few hours yeah and it was like um so we were feeling quite relaxed at that point weren't we so sort yeah. of more in the zone shall we say yes so we decided to potter back down to the spa room <laughs> we, we thought we're definitely going to have to try and get in the jacuzzi yeah we, we, i knew by this time you were just going to force your way through the I, naked bodies I was, although i have to say um we did manage to get in the jacuzzi which was lovely hmm. uh, there wasn't very many people in there but we had one hell of a view of one of the side beds i, I missed this were you not watching no <gasps> so there was actually two couples sharing the bed i genuinely missed all of this but they were literally they, they were playing with their own partners but yeah. they were just on the beds together and the two girls were actually riding their men in unison uh... Do you, do you not remember seeing yes, that? Yes, I remember. I know now, yes. That was incredibly horny to watch. That kind of got you, that, that sort of tipped you over the edge. Didn't it, it did. And so, and I think this is where it goes from me being a voyeur to me then being a bit of an exhibitionist. Mm. Because I watch people and, and, you know, when they're doing intimate things with each other and there's lots of different positions going on and... They were quite vocal as well, weren't they? Were they were very vocal as well, which again was really horny. And and I think the thing is, is then I kind of then switch from just enjoying watching mm. to actually thinking, I want to be the one that's being watched. I want to be that one that's turning somebody else on. Mm. 
Um, I don't know whether we've ever mentioned this before, but there's 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 a certain part of the uh, hot tub that I particularly like. That'll be the jets. <laughs> I can highly recommend the jets. When you talk about hot tubs, this is not one of your little home inflatable hot tubs. This is a hot tub that holds 24 people. It's like a mini swimming pool. It is, it is. And it, it's wonderfully warm and bubbly and deep and... <laughs> Proper, it's all tiled yeah, concrete. It is. Proper hot tub. Yeah, so it's got quite a nice seating yes. um, area. It's quite big, isn't it? Yes. Which is kind of handy. Because you can turn around and kneel on it. You can turn around and kneel on it. If you're uh, if you're a female. Yes. And one of the one of the things that I have a problem with, I know I've talked about it this before, but for people that haven't listened to the podcasts before, obviously I suffer from um, sensitive nerve endings in my pussy. And so sometimes it can get very, very sensitive and can be very awkward for me to um, sort of masturbate and stuff Mm. because, you know, to touch it can be a little bit uncomfortable. However, as Mr. N has has done a lot of research for me, bless him, it's a kind of a catch-22, isn't it? Because I need to masturbate to relax, Mm. but if it's feeling sensitive... I don't want to touch it. You'd had a really stressful week with work and everything else. I had. So I was particularly tense and extremely sensitive. Mm. And using the jets in the jacuzzi (laughs) actually kind of help massively because there's there's no sort of pressure. Yeah. There's enough pressure. (laughs) Water pressure. (laughs) Enough water pressure to get me off. (laughs) But not enough to... Um, What's it feel like when it's kind of hitting you? It's an incredible feeling. It's just, it's like somebody um, just gently teasing. So So it's a very slow build up. Because what does it feel like as as the water's kind of against your your fanny? (laughs) It's like somebody's blowing on it. Really? Yeah, I think that's the best way to describe it. It's almost like a... You know how you get the the pressure of air? Because, I mean, to give our listeners an indication, these jets are so powerful, you couldn't kind of put your hand against the tile. It's it's really powerful. You, You kind of feel them quite strong probably sort of seven or eight inches away. Ah, now, the thing is, though, the jets that are in the corner... Oh, they're, they're, they're badass jets. Oh, they're, they are. They're, they're literally the, the jets of all jets, they are. So it's, I, cu- I couldn't use those. It's because like a fireman's they, hose. It is a fireman's <laughs> Yeah, it would literally just blow me away. I'd have been pieces, <laughs> there'd be nothing left. But the ones actually on the side are not quite as aggressive, yeah. shall we say. And they're just the right amount of pressure. So you turned around and you were kind of facing away from everyone in the hot tub. I just sat there watching their faces and they're like... Yeah, so it's like we both kind of get something from it because I get the pleasure out of knowing that people are watching and you get to see people's reaction while I'm doing it. And they were watching my wife, which is like really horny. Yeah, and so what I tend to do is um, when I position myself sort of like kneeling on the seat so the jet is literally right on my pussy Mm. And then what I do is I gently kind of just move up and down mm. just to give it that motion that helps. And b- because of the, how the pressure is, because it's not, it's not like full force, it's, it is, it's, like, it's like somebody blowing quite hard 
on you. Yeah, it's it's really weird to explain. And if any of the girls have ever done this before, you'll you'll know what I mean. Can you just feel it against your pussy? Can you feel it against your bum as well? It goes right underneath as well. So if you do that movement, it's better than any vibrator. Trust me. That's a very expensive vibrator. I know it is, but it is phenomenal. And like I say, it gives a, a slow build up. It's mm. not like it's very fast. Let's get on with it. It's a very slow build up, which makes it even more horny. Were you aware of the noises you were making? No, because I kind of lose myself when I'm doing it. You began with some very kind of deep moans. I thought I was trying to be quiet. No, <laughs> because. You started with some deep moans and a couple kind of came in just as you were doing it and they were like, give me a big smile. Really? (laughs) I was kind of oblivious then to what was going on. The woman kind of gave me a knowing smile. She'd obviously been friendly with the Jets before. (laughs) The funny thing is that the kind of um, the way I found out about using the Jets that way was we were in the hot tub once and I was straddled over you. Mm. So you were sitting down, I was straddled over you. And every now and again, I would get uh, a bit of the pressure from the Jet. That's how we discovered the Jet. And that's how we discovered it. (laughs) But you're a nightmare because if I do that, you tease me because you will block the Jet off, (laughs) won't you? Which drives me insane because it's like, no, leave it alone. I like it. And you're going, no, 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 not yet. Not yet. <laughs> you have to pace yourself. You do. But it's quite, for anybody that's not sort of done that in, in the jacuzzi before, mm. try it out, girls. Because trust me, <laughs> if you, if you want to slow build up to something yeah. and it feels incredibly sexy. Um, and then obviously, as the more it builds up, obviously you, you get more and more into it. And by this time, there was about, Six couples, I think, in there. Okay, well, I couldn't see because I've literally got my back to them. So there was about six couples literally all watching you. Yeah. And then you started shaking and trembling. (laughs) And then the deep moans kind of got bigger and bigger. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then I think you lent a helping hand, I believe, Mr. N. Yes, I, I gave your nipples a tweak. You, li- you did. It wasn't just my nipples you were... You were <laughs> tweaking. Tweaking, shall we say. But that, that kind of helped as well. So it's like, you know, you're involved in it. Mm. I'm involved in it. And then everybody that's in the jacuzzi is also... It, and it just, it just adds to the, the eroticism, doesn't it? The fact that people are watching yeah. and seeing you orgasm exactly and i had a big one didn't i do you think you could have done that like on your first or second visit to liberty elite no no because it was like when we first started going to the club i was very much for you know i I like to be a voyeur i Mm. like to watch i got i got a kick out of watching people Mm. i didn't particularly want people to notice me it it was almost like and that that is the wondrous thing of the club, isn't it? That you can go and you can literally masturbate in front of people as a woman. Yeah. And no one's got any judgment. No. No, no one's going to go, oh, you filthy cow. <laughs> <laughs> well, they might be thinking it, but... <laughs> but in a good way. But in a good way, yeah. And that is the thing. And so to to be somewhere where you can do something really naughty, really rude and really intimate in front of total strangers with 
no judgment whatsoever. That's quite a unique thing. Yeah. I mean, we met we met some lovely people, didn't we, on Saturday mm. night? And one of the conversations that we, we had, and it, it came up a couple of times, was that when you're in a, a swingers club um, and you're meeting people for the first time or people that you know, you can have proper open conversations. Yeah. It's like there's there's no boundaries because you know you can't sort of say something and then it's like oh no I can't say that because they're <laughs> vanilla they won't understand yeah so whether you've got you know you've got good friends there or whether it's people you've met for the first time they kind of get all of you yeah as I think as you go down the journey as you go down the road of this lifestyle or whatever it is you call it it's difficult calling it a lifestyle because it's not something you do 24 7 No, that's right. This is a hobby that you perhaps do once a month, once a week, whatever. Yeah. And so it's not a permanent lifestyle thing. And so you've got your day-to-day lives and everything else going on. But then when you escape into this world, you do grow. Massively. And it's like, you know, in my normal day-to-day life... I wouldn't be somebody that wanted to be centre of attention and everybody watching me. I vouch for that. You're definitely not that person. I am not that person. But however, when I'm in the club... You can be an alter ego. Almost, yeah, exactly. And it's just reminded me of one particular story when we visited the club. Mm. Not not that long ago where we were in the in the spa room and um, we were on one of the side beds and you were fucking me from behind. Mm. Um, and I was literally facing uh, a woman who was sitting on the big bed. Are you aware, when we first started going to the club, you always faced kind of the wall? I did. It was almost like you were a bit shy. Yeah. But now it's like you always turn around to face the room. Yeah, and it was such an intense thing because I was obviously enjoying what you were doing, Mm. but I was also enjoying watching this lady watching me and she got so turned on. Yeah. And she came up to me, do you remember? Yeah. And she said, you know, do you mind if I kiss your boobs and stuff? And it's like, <laughs> no, you go for it, love, if that's what you want to do. And it's and that's the different, you get a different kind of experience when you go from being a voyeur hmm. to being an exhibitionist. Yeah. And you, you kind of um, draw people in and include people into the experience you're having. Yeah which means everybody gets to have an amazing time. And so if there's any kind of people out there that think they're they're too shy to do something like that, trust me, eventually, as you go through your journey, the confidence will grow Mm. and and you will change like I've changed. We go through our entire lives being judged, not not just in our sexual relationships or whatever, but we just, we, we feel judged in everything we do. Yeah. And, you know, when you're a teenager and everything, you, you're constantly worried you want to just fit in with a crowd. And, you, and so it, it's almost instilled in us that, that we're being judged. Yeah. Sexually, guys are hung up about the size of their cocks and everything right from teenage years yeah exactly women about you know the shapes of their bodies how big their boobs are and to just step out of that vanilla world of of being judged for a few hours into this magical place and it is magical where there is no judgment people are there and 
that the people accept you for who you are. Yeah, and they're just enjoying whatever is going on. Exactly. You, you're probably not going to see some 60, 70% of those people ever again, perhaps. Yeah. You might meet and meet up again and become friends with them. You just don't know. Everything's uh, so spontaneous. Um, and it's, it's just getting that into your head that that you're in this magical place where you can explore yourself and explore as a couple. It, it takes some getting used to. It does. It does take a while um, because you have to find that path hmm. and, and, and what you enjoy. But once you've been in a club environment, then when you go back on fab and you get messages from a lot of single guys will send these kind of messages where it's like, oh, I don't do clubs because they, they're still at the, the level where a private meet is kind of a big thing. Yeah. But a club environment is so different. It, it's amplified. It's, um, it, it's a special thing. It is because it's... And it's like we found this out when we did our very first event Mm. um, that we had a lot of new people that attended that had never been to a club before. And it was almost like because there were so many other people that were in the same position as them, they felt more relaxed because it was just like, it's not just me that's new. There's Mm. like another seven, eight, nine, ten couples that are new and they'd all got something in common. Mm. So they all got to experience it together. I mean, I still remember when we went there and that that myth that we, we we didn't know what we were going to walk into. And I honestly thought it was going to be like that film, Eyes Wide Shut, <laughs> where everyone was kind of sitting in a circle, everybody was going to know everybody else, and we were going to be the new couple. And we were already hung up on the fact that we weren't a full swap couple. Yeah. You know, I didn't, we weren't ready for, even for me, for doing soft play at that stage yeah and it was a big worry of of what we were walking into and so to try and explain to people that look this is a place where couples go you can just watch you can you well as we've, we've talked about in the show you, you can do anything and you kind of evolve don't you mm. as well and that that's the biggest thing for me i think from going back to our very first visit to how we are now. Has the club given you any sort of um, sexual scenarios that you never thought you would you'd be into? Or oh, absolutely. I mean, I honestly thought I would be that person that you know just wanted to take myself off to a, a private room with you <laughs> and and just do the deed and then come down and that would be it. I never in a million years dreamed that I would get off on watching other people play and have sex and actually you did half learn a bit as well <laughs> it's like oh i must try that <laughs> do you think it's a gradual thing how how long was it before you were comfortable in yourself there that's quite a toughie because i i had a lot of demons to deal with because i as you know in the beginning when we went to the club obviously because i was anal only mm. I, I had to deal with the my it was my issues that I had that you know I didn't do pussy sex and everybody else in there was doing it and mm. I suddenly felt inadequate or not normal mm. so I had all that to deal with before 
I actually felt comfortable in myself. And I think once I got past that, mm. and especially when people start to learn that you're an anal only and you get the, the comments that you get, which is like, <laughs> fantastic. Or, <laughs> then that's when your confidence grows because then you stop feeling like you're different or, mm. you know, you, you're not good enough or... I'm, I'm the same in as much as initially you worry about your body shape. I mean, you see some guys in there that are like, they spent 120 years in the gym. <laughs> They've got abs where they shouldn't have abs. <laughs> and, you know, they've got a six pack. I've got a 24 pack. <laughs> but now it's like, I just sling my towel around me and I don't care. No, exactly. It's just what it does for you, your own self-esteem and your confidence is phenomenal yeah. because it's like you get all shapes and sizes. You get people with big willies, people with little willies, <laughs> big boobs, small boobs, you name it. And it's just like and nobody cares. No, I know. And people are turned on watching, like you say, different shapes and sizes. And you, you, things you will watch that you don't initially think will turn you on. Yeah. You're like, okay, sometimes it's like, oh, God, this is interesting. I've not seen this before. Exactly. I think that's the thing, like you were saying about busting the myths. And it's almost like, and kind of like the porn industry is quite tricky on this mm. one because they always have like these perfect Adonis men, yeah. these model women, you know, and you just assume that you have to see that to be able to be turned on. Quite an interesting, you made an interesting point there. With porn, you've got a camera pointing at your subject. Yeah. In the club, you can swivel your head and, and for instance, like we're watching two couples playing together. Yeah. And you can swivel your head and look at the genuine reaction to the wife's face while her husband is fucking someone else which you don't get that in porn no you don't it's it's more natural isn't it yeah. because it's a more natural environment it's not staged it's it's not and that's the thing it's incredibly horny watching it in real life yeah than it is watching a, a, a film i mean you know me we like the odd porn film but i'm <laughs> odd the, <laughs> well, i'm not in is that in a weird way i just mean <laughs> every once in a while you, you do like porn i do but i'm i'm more for i like the ones that have a story to them you like the old 1970s i know i can't help it but i like the build-up to it but yeah. i think it's because it seems more natural yeah than the other ones where it's just... Yeah, I, I totally get what you mean. Sometimes it's when it's just the, the me, almost mechanical fucking... Yeah. There's nothing there. And I suppose in the playroom when we've watched, when, you, when you, you know that you've seen a couple walk in together and you know that they're a married couple and then all of a sudden you see the husband or the wife fucking someone else... Yeah. I suppose you almost like know a little bit of the story behind it. Yeah, you, you exactly. Know, you know that that's, that's her husband. I mean, how many times have we sat there and gone, hello, that's <laughs> not her husband. <laughs> but you sit and watch it unfold in front of you, don't you? Do you ever, do you ever see couples in the main bar area and think, I'll probably see them fucking later on. Well, yeah, you do sometimes. You can actually you can pick up on it. I mean, if you are a people watcher, yeah. like we we do do that when when you're in the bar area, it's really interesting to sort of just look around and see who's chatting and the chemistry that's going on. But do you ever think to yourself, I quite like him. 
Oh, mine's seen his cock. <laughs> All the time. All the time, I have to be honest. <laughs> but that's the thing. You see the flirtatiousness go on. Is that yeah. an actual word? I don't know whether that's an actual word. It's a good word. We'll keep it's it a, We'll in. keep it in. But you do. You see it. You see it unfolding right in front of your own eyes. Yeah. And it's almost like your sexy journey starts there. Absolutely. It's not literally just when you get into a room and take your clothes off. And we've seen couples that kind of sit in the alcove bits. And on our night, I was walking around, you know, just checking out, are you okay? You know, because they seem to be like in the corner, sort of like just, just watching. Yeah. And, but they, that's what they, they enjoy. Exactly. It, yeah, that, that's what they want. Yeah. And it's like, and that's great. And that, that's the most important thing. You do what you want to do mm. and what you're comfortable doing. But I can totally guarantee that as your journey goes on, that will change. Do you think? I think so. Don't you think that perhaps some people will just stay voyeurs? Possibly. But, I mean, you have definitely morphed into this, <laughs> transformed <laughs> like a pornographic Optimus Prime. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me sound like I sit there with my eyes bulging, glaring at people. It's like... <laughs> no, I mean, you, you've definitely changed and it's wonderful to watch the confidence and everything. But I mean, I never would have said, even I as, as your husband, I never would have predicted that you could have gained the confidence sexually to to be where you are today which is an amazing thing i mean if you go back to the when we first started going to the club we wouldn't say boo to anybody it was like you were almost too nervous to talk to somebody in my head it was because i thought if i say something they're going to think i want them to shag me i was about to ask because obviously when you when you examine fear i would say well you know what am i fearful of yeah and it it wasn't particular embarrassment the fear was okay these are probably all very experienced sexual people. Yeah. And you kind of almost make this myth out to yourself. These are going to be sexual predators. I'm going to get jumped on. But you do. And it's not like that at all. And I think when you get over that kind of hurdle, Mm. you start to understand that the more people you can kind of chat to Mm. and, and, you know, talk to and, and share stories with, will actually... I think, well, especially for us, it's not for everybody because we're all different, but I think personally for us, it makes our experience at the club better. Yeah. I just find it a lot more fun. I find it a lot more sexy mm. um, because, you, you, you know, you're including people and it's people that understand you, understand what you're going through I and stuff. I think Ro- Roxy gave advice and she said, try and have a target of talking to three strangers yes in the club yeah and that is that, that is the best advice ever because we wouldn't have made the friends that we've made there had we not initially broken that sort of boundary and and, and just said hello to them in the exactly. beginning i think i think it does when you start to let people in a little bit mm. and I'm, I'm not just talking about you know swapping with them and having sex with them or whatever but I just think it makes the whole experience so much better. Yeah. Um, and it helps to grow the confidence as well. And I Absolutely. think that's where mine started to come from, was having those conversations with different couples 
um, you know, and finding out about them and their journeys and everything. And it, it, you, you start to sort of take on board some stuff um, and it just changes your whole experience. And then afterwards as well, it's not just whilst you're in the club, because then afterwards, and like I was saying earlier on, I was so wound up and so tense before we went. And then kind of most of the week now, it just relaxes you. It, it helps you to cope. I think, mm. because you're in a much better headspace. Mm. And like you say, you're more relaxed. We feel like we've we've had some proper time together, so we feel closer. It's which a break. makes yeah, it makes us happier as people. Yeah. Um because I don't cope very well when I don't spend enough time with you. I'm like a praying mantis. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I need you now. <laughs> but sometimes with the you just don't get that quality time as a couple. You don't. You don't at all. And so to be away from the mobile phone, as we've said hundreds of times, and, and to be in a almost, uh, it's like a big brother house, a lockdown, <laughs> a mini lockdown. Uh, but that environment is like a sexy environment as well. It is just totally unique. It is. It is. And it, it's just, I would never want to be anywhere else. Hmm. It's just, I think it will always be a part of us, whether we, you know, if we ever get to a stage where we don't want to play anymore. Mm. I've said it before, I would still want to go to the club because of the environment, because of, of the experience you get from it. Mm. And and also, you know, the, the fact that it's it's just so special. But even when we've been to other clubs, which we, we've obviously been and seen and... and you see other couples say the same thing about their favourite place yeah. that they go to. Absolutely. It doesn't matter, you know, which which environment, which club it is. That's their favourite thing. That's their little thing. And get they get the same uh, effects and the same um, results out of it. Yeah, absolutely. And And that's the good point about, you know, there are so many different clubs out there. Mm. So they cater for for everybody. Yeah. Whatever it is that you enjoy, whatever type of club you enjoy. So if we've got listeners sitting listening to this going, well, I tried a club and I didn't like it. Like Roxy said, and she said it a couple of weeks ago, try it twice. Go somewhere yeah. else. And, and, and because one club is definitely different to, to other clubs. Yeah, and I, it's right what Roxy said. You know, you need you need to try different ones mm. and eventually you will find one that it kind of fits you. Yeah. Um, which, I, you know, and once you get that, you know, you, your journey kind of starts from there. Absolutely. And talking of clubs, we're off to another one next week. We are. We've, so we're back on the road. <laughs> we're going to meet a fabulous couple, all being well, and we're going to a place that we've never been to before. I know. And we're going to give a, hopefully get a tour, maybe. Fingers crossed. And we're going to find out why that place is so special to other couples. Yeah, absolutely. We're kind of like your trip advisor for swinging clubs. A dirty trip advisor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I quite like that. <laughs> <laughs> so stick with us so if you want to contact us how can you do that Mr N you can contact us via email which is naughtycouple n-a-u-g-h-t-y-c-p-1 at yahoo.com 
You can contact us on Fab Swingers, which is Naughty Couple spelled N-A-U-G-H-T-Y-C-P-1. Or you can contact us on the lovely Elon Musk's Twitter, <laughs> which is spelled Naughty Couple N-A-U-G-H-T-Y-C-O-U-P-1-E. <laughs> He is, he's King Twit now, isn't he? King Twit? That's, that's, he, yeah, is that what he's called He's himself? actually changed his name and called himself King Twit. Okay. So I was thinking perhaps we could be like, I don't know, I don't know, King Twat? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll, we'll just stay as we'll, Naughty Couple. Yeah, we'll stay as that. <laughs> so please, guys, if you've got any messages or any questions for Roxy or if there's anything you want to share with us that we can share with everybody else on the podcast, please, please, please get in touch. Absolutely. You make this show. You do make this show. And again, obviously, um, the Vanilla to Vixen event is happening a week on Saturday, which is the 12th of November. Yeah. If you've enjoyed and you think, you know what, stuff it, we're going to try just contact us on Fab Swingers or on Twitter or on email and just get your names on the guest list. Absolutely. And don't worry if you've never been to a club before and you're new to the experience, we will be with you all the way. Just come along for the giggle. Exactly. And we'll see you on the road next week. Thanks a lot, guys. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.